to take you down to Pine Ridge for another visit with Lum and Abner. Brought to you by the makers of Horlicks, the original malted milk. Did you know that Horlicks, one of the best food drinks you can buy, is also one of the most economical? Well, it's a fact. Horlicks, you see, already contains a goodly supply of rich, full cream milk. You need only to add water and mix well to have a sustaining, well-balanced drink. Quickly prepared, a glass full of this famous malted milk makes an ideal economical lunch. A fine light supper or a cool hot weather snack between meals. Remember this when someone tries to tell you that an imitation is just as good as Horlicks and much more economical. Remember that instead of the rich, full cream milk that Horlicks contains, imitations are often made with skim milk powder and require the addition of raw milk. That's why it always pays you to insist on Horlicks the original malted milk. For quality, for flavor, and results, Horlicks is supreme. And now, let's see what's happening down in Pine Ridge. In spite of the fact that Squire Skimp cleaned the town out of all the surplus cash by the sale of stock in the Great Western Sailing Silver Company, Lum and Abner are doing quite well with their new grocery store on wheels. So well, in fact, that they're extending their territory to some of the surrounding towns. As we look in on Pine Ridge today, the old fellows have returned from a trip to Cherry Hill with their new store. Lum is just entering Dick Huddleston's store. Listen. Well, come in, Lum, come in. Howdy, Dick. Have you saw Abner in the last couple of hours? Why, no, I thought he went over to Cherry Hill with you this afternoon. Yeah, he did, but we've been back for nearly two hours. Hmm, by Jackson, it didn't take you long to work that town. No, I'm sure never. You know, I sent Cedric over a Saturday to pass around some handbills announcing we'd bring our store over today. Yeah, yeah, they were expecting you over there, huh? Yeah, must have been. There's a big crowd met us out there at the edge of town, right there by the bridge, just this side the river. The mayor and a bunch of the businessmen. Well, I declare. Kind of a reception committee, huh? Yeah, I reckon that's what you call it. Yeah. They just stopped us there and told us if we wanted to build a store and go in business there in Cherry Hill, they'd be proud to have us. But they wouldn't allow us to come over there and peddle stuff on the street. Oh, you, you mean that they wouldn't let you go into town with your store? No, sir. Why, they can't do that, Lum. There's no law against you going in there with that rolling store if you want to. Well, I weren't right sure about the statutes on such as that, so... But I could tell by the way they talked that it'd make them mad if we went on in anyway, so I never argued with them none. I don't like to argue with a man and him packing a gun. Did somebody have a gun? Somebody. They all had them. Shotguns and rifles and everything else. Well, I'll just say, that's pretty rough, huh? Mm, well, no, they would have, though, I reckon. They just told us to stop and turn around right there. Said they didn't think it was fair to the businessmen of the town to let outsiders come in that way. They were all paying taxes and keeping up the schools and trying to build up the town. And well, that's right, Lon. You can't blame them for that. Oh, no, no, I never blame them at all. Fact is, I got out on the porch of the store there and made them a little talk. Told them, and I never blamed them one bit. If I was a merchant in Cherry Hill, I'd feel the same way about it myself. Well, that's fine, Lum. I'm glad you did that. I bet you made a lot of friends by it, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was a right smart of hand slapping when I got on talking. <laughs> Four or five of them come up and shook hands with me, too. Well, that was the best way to handle it. A lot of fellas, you know, would have tried to argue with them and just caused some trouble. Why, sure. And, too, I got to sizing up that bridge across the river there. We never could have got that store across that bridge, no way. It's too noisy. Well, it didn't hurt anything to stop him, then, did it? No, no. He couldn't have went in anyway, but I never wanted them to know it. 
They think me and Edna made a big sacrifice the way it stands now. Yeah, sure. Fact is, they thought we were so nice about it, they wanted us to drive the store right on in town and eat dinner with them at the Rotary Club. Well, that was nice. Yeah, but I know that if we started across the bridge and couldn't make it, it'd just file everything. So uh, there comes Edna out there now. I'm him and uh, Grandpappy Spirit. Yeah. Well, look at where he's been. I've called all over town for him. <laughs> More like I've been down to blacksmith shop picking horseshoes about where they've been. <laughs> no, no, you weren't there. That's the first place I'd look for him. Uh, weren't nobody over there. Caleb or Cedric, neither one. Most Moose Barbershop was locked up, too. I don't know where everybody's at. I was beginning to think it was some kind of a legal holiday. George Washington's birthday or something like that till I seen you was open there. <laughs> well, no, not that I know of, huh? Well, come in, gentlemen. Well, howdy, Richard. Um, howdy, howdy. Say, Ron, me and Grandpa wants to speak to you a minute. Private. Private? Yeah, uh, excuse, excuse us, Dick. Uh, we, we'll go back here in the feed room if you don't mind. Oh, sure not. Go right ahead, Edna. Yeah, come on, Ron. What are you two up to, anyway? What's all this secret business you're talking about? Uh, me and Grandpa uh, is a committee. You're a what? A committee. We was tiny a while ago to tell you. Tell me what? What are you talking about? Well, we had a meeting. Well, wait a minute. One at a time. Yeah, go ahead and explain it to him, Adler. Well, uh, first, did you know that Squire Skimp is back from Arizona? Squire Skimp? No. When did he get back? Well, this morning, I think, or last night, one. Anyway, he's here. And he never sold a mine while he's gone either. Oh, for goodness sake. Awesome. Oh, and the stockholders is pretty mad about it, too. Quick as I found out he never sold it, I just up and called a meeting of all them that bought stock in the mine. Yes, what he done? Well, I never know nothing about no meeting. I know you never, Lon. You're president of the company, and we never wanted none of the officers there. No, no. Well, wait a minute. You ain't blaming me because Squire never sold the mine, are you? I ain't got no authority in that company, even if I am president. No, but we've had some things to talk over that we just never wanted you to hear. Yeah, that's it, Lon. That's a fine howdy-do. Well, we never meant nothing again, you long. Go ahead and tell him what we done at the meeting, Abner. Well, uh, uh, the word got passed around, Lom, that Squire Skimp is fixing to pull out of here. Moved to Oklahoma. Right away, too. Gonna leave right out. So the uh, stockholders decided to call a showdown. Yeah, they're pretty mad because we ain't got no dividends. And the way it looks, we ain't never gonna well, get Now, let me tell it, Grandpa. Yeah, go ahead. Well, uh, we just figured if uh, Squire moved to Oklahoma, that the mine will be in Arizona, and all the stockholders are here in Pine Ridge, and then the fellas run it, why, well, he'd be over in Oklahoma, and we never would get no place that way. Oh, no, be so mixed up, nobody know where nobody would have. Why, so it would, wouldn't get nothing then. So we just decided at the meeting to see if we couldn't uh, get you to take full charge of things on. Get me? You mean have me run it instead of Squire? Yeah, that's it. Uh, you was a unanimous choice, huh? Yeah, every one of them was for you. See, uh, the stockholders is all mad at Squire. He had a chance to sell it for a million dollars, and he wouldn't do that. And uh, now he won't go ahead and dig no silver out of mine so we can get our money back. So we just decided that anybody we get would be better than him. Yeah, so they picked you, huh? That's right. Well, I appreciate your honor, gentlemen. You mighty thought of you to pick me out to run things, but I don't know... Squire was the one that started the mine. It belonged to him at first, and he's good enough to let us all in on it. I just wouldn't feel right while they crowding him out, uh, taking it over. Now, now, listen, Mom. You sold a batch of stock around here yourself. 
And if you don't take charge and try to get folks their money back out of it, why, you're going to lose a terrible lot of friends by it. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, that's right, Mom. That's yeah. all right. They said that you sold it to them, and it's up to you to see that they get a square deal. Yeah, they sure did, Mom. That's just what they said over at the meeting today, every one of them. Well, I sold some of the stock, all right, but I never knowed no more about the mine than they did. Squire said there was silver out there, and I just told them what Squire told me. Yeah, well, uh, they ain't holding nothing again, you know. They just want you to take charge. They ain't got no confidence in Squire. Yeah, I'd be glad to do all I can. Natural. I've got money investing in the mine myself, same as you got. Sure, so sure, I know you have. Trouble is, though, getting Squire out of there. Well, now, we've got him coming over here, Lom. We called him to meet us down here. Never told him what we wanted, though, so... You have to go ahead and explain all that to him. Well, there ain't nothing to explain to him. Just come right out flat-footed and tell him he's through. We're kicking him out, uh, ain't fellas, uh, excuse me, but the uh, squire's kids up front here and he wants to see you. Well, good. Tell him to come on back here, Richard. Uh, they said just come back here, squire. Well, now, one of you all got to tell him out there. Well, I'll tell him I ain't afraid of it. Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Well, how are you, Squire? Glad to see you. Yes, yeah, yes. Glad to see you, man, too. And how was your trip, Squire? Oh, just fine, Grandpap. Just fine. I heard about the meeting that the stockholders had a while ago. Old Sister Simpson was nice enough to come by and tell me what all took place. Oh, she did? Yes. Uh, that's what we called you over here for, Squire. I never was so astonished in my life. It cut me mighty deep, men, to know that my good friends and neighbors here would lose confidence in me. I understand that they want you to take full charge of things now, Lum. Put me out of it entirely. Yeah, yeah they just tell me. But I, I want you to know that I never had nothing to do with it, Squire. I weren't even at the meeting. No, I know. I know you weren't, Lum. There's no hard feelings towards you at all. None at all. If they want me out, I'll step down and out like a gentleman. I'm sorry they feel this way about it, but I've made up my mind that I'm going to get entirely out of it. Now, I've got here in my hand all the remaining shares of stock in the company. The stock that was never sold, it's a, I plan to keep for myself. I've transferred all this over to you, Lum. Over to me? Just make you a present of it. I want to show you all that I want to do the right thing. Never let it be said that Squire Skimp took advantage of his friends, no sir. Well, they don't mean for you to give up your interest in the company, Squire. Uh, no, no, we just want Lum to run things, Squire. Maybe he can sell the mine and get our money back. Yeah. No, that's all right, man. I prefer to handle it this way. I'm entirely out of it now. The mine is yours. Well, it looks as though Lum has been forced to assume full charge of the silver mine. And is now the principal stockholder. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's an interesting letter from Mrs. Newell E. Smith, Akron, Ohio. Mrs. Smith is bringing up her baby daughter on Horlick's Malted Milk. And she says... I've been using Horlick's Malted Milk for my baby daughter, and I've found there's no other food that can equal Horlick's things and feeding it. I couldn't find a single other food to agree with it. Before I tried Horlick's, I'd heard it mentioned on the Lum and Abner program every evening. Yes, and the fact that a neighbor in Akron also recommended it to me convinced me that I should get a package. To my surprise and delight, there was a big change in my baby after only the second feeding. She gained about a pound a week. I can surely recommend Horlick's Malted Milk to mothers who are in doubt about food for their babies. Thank you, and so can we, Mrs. Smith, very sincerely. For over 50 years now, Horlick's has proved just as beneficial to thousands upon thousands of other mothers all over the world. 
You too can get it, you know, at your druggists in either natural or chocolate flavor. This is Carlton Brickett speaking for Lum and Abner and Horley, who now bid you all goodbye until tomorrow at the same time.